Hello to you, I'm Michelle Eve and welcome to episode 7 of the Mystical Times blog podcast. In this episode, I'll be sharing some real life experiences of time slips where people seem to unexpectedly experience the past for just a moment or two. The present seems to peel away and the experiencer gets to see what would have been in that area way back when. Just what are these people actually experiencing? Does time actually have the ability to slip backwards? The first two experiences are from the Parascience website, researched and documented by Dr. Anne Winsper. But the third and final experience is one that was told to me by a reader to the Mystical Times blog website. So it's the first time it's ever been told in public before. The first time slip experience I'm going to talk about happened at Central Station in Liverpool, which is just off of Bold Street, and Bold Street has had many reports of time slips. This happened in the 1960s, so the train station was set up in a slightly different way to how it is today. Trains would come into the station and they would be shunted down to a dead end so that then they were able to come back up on the other side of the station. Also, when passengers left the station, they would have to climb a long stairway, so they would end up going into Cases Street, which would have been on their left. This was also the entrance to the station as well, so the stairs would be quite busy with passengers leaving or arriving. The person who had this experience, I'll call him Bob, said he had started to descend the stairs as he was going to catch a train and the stairs were packed with people leaving the station. As Bob looked towards those ascending the stairs, he caught sight of who he thought was his grandmother. She had passed away several years ago, but Bob said she had her own definitive way of dress. He likened her style to the styles of the 1930s, a very prim and put-together stylish look. He was certain it was her he was seeing. He tried to reach her, but the stairs were so packed he was unable to. He then saw his grandmother turn left towards the exit. He then saw a gap in the crowded stairwell and rushed up to try and reach her. He ran out of the exit and she was nowhere to be seen. There was nowhere else she could have gone in such a short time, even if she had been able to run. Bob was bewildered by what he had experienced. He knew his grandmother had passed away, but then he knew he had seen her on that stairwell. Thingwell is a village on the Wirral Peninsula in Merseyside, England, and it was once an area for several small quarries of yellow sandstone and traditional buildings in that area were made with this sandstone. This time slip happened in the 1970s and it was experienced by Mrs Damson, who had not long moved to the village with her husband and four-year-old daughter. Soon after moving in, her daughter was unwell, so Mrs Damson took her out in the pushchair to give them both some fresh air. It was a sunny day for a walk and also a good time to get to know her local area better. 
Mrs. Damson proceeded up Mill Lane, which was opposite the primary school. The land was tarmacked for a portion, then there were cobblestones beyond the tarmac. She walked along the cobbled lane and saw a cottage on her right-hand side. There was an old man leaning on a front garden gate who was smoking a pipe. Mrs. Damson noticed that he had his shirt sleeves rolled up and his shirt was collarless. She nodded towards him and he responded by nodding back. Going past this cottage, Mrs. Damson noticed a row of whitewashed cottages with hanging baskets on their frontage. She also noticed on the left-hand side of the lane there was a circle of country cottage flowers along with other typical flowers found in the gardens of these sorts of cottages. She noticed to the side of these flowers there was a very large heap of sandstone, a stable block with an archway and further along there were more cottages. Some of these were built with the local sandstone and some were of a typical orange red house brick. She continued further along and saw a lady wearing a high neck blouse, black skirt and a shawl. This lady appeared to be going into her house so there was no interaction between the two women. As Mrs. Damson passed the cottage the lady had entered, she could feel the warmth of the open fire in the front room of the cottage. It all looked very cosy. At the end of Mill Lane there stood a five-bar gate with fields and a meadow beyond it. On this gate sat a young girl who was dressed in a dress with a pinafore and button boots on. Mrs. Damson remembered thinking the girl was dressed in a rather quaint way. The girl gave Mrs. Damson a funny look, then jumped off the gate and ran into one of the cottages. Mrs. Damson decided it was time to turn back down the lane to get her and her daughter back home. She again passed the old man on her way back. Both acknowledged each other again with a nod. Mrs. Damson later told her mother of seeing the old quaint part of the village and how pretty it was and would take her mother to see it soon. Within several months, Mrs. Damson took her mother to see Mill Lane. As they proceeded down the lane, to Mrs. Damson's surprise, there were no cobbles to be seen. It was all tarmac and paving slabs. The cottage where she had seen the old man was now derelict and all boarded up. The stable block and archway were also gone, and the row of cottages now had two semi-detached houses on that land. The five-bar gate was not there either, and the field and meadow beyond it was now a site for several bungalows. Mrs. Damson remarked on how quickly the new properties had been built on Mill Lane, but was shocked to see just how different it looked given it had only been a few months since she'd last been there. It wasn't until many years later that Mrs. Damson was involved in a dispute over a footpath and her solicitor recommended that she get an 1830 map of the area to check the legitimacy of the footpath. It was a difficult map to read as many things had changed in the area since 1830, but she was able to locate her village on it and saw that this map showed her the properties on Mill Street that she'd seen all those years ago and found out that the large heap of sandstone had actually been where the Thingwall Mill had once stood but it had been destroyed in a hurricane.
And now for the final time slip experience. Jane wrote and told me she had been reading about time slips over the past 15 plus years since her own time slip experience in the mid-2000s on Bold Street in Liverpool where she was attending university at the time. It was late autumn, around November time, and Jane said it would have been around 3pm as she was due to meet a friend for a few drinks and then on to a restaurant for a meal. The weather that day was dull, overcast and very blustery. Jane was meeting her friend at Central Station and was walking down Bold Street towards the station when she thought she would give her friend a call to tell her she was nearly there. Jane called her on her mobile phone and they started to chat but halfway through the conversation and coincidentally nearly halfway down Bold Street the call went dead. Jane looked around and realised she had walked onto some period drama filming on Bold Street and was wondering how she would get around this to meet her friend at the bottom of the street. Jane went on to describe just what she had seen. There were horses and carriages, mud, straw and muck in the road and the women were dressed in big gowns and the men wore suits with tails and hats just like you'll see on a vintage Quality Street advert. It seemed to have been a no-expenses-spared production, even down to the large oil lamps in the street. Jane noticed that the atmosphere was very calm and vibrant, like if it was during the spring or summer season. An elderly man sweeping outside a shop gestured for her to get out the way, but she didn't speak to him. She just did as she was told, and felt very annoyed that she had stumbled on what she thought was a film set. The whole thing probably lasted for around a minute. She looked down at her mobile and tried to call her friend again and as she glanced back up, everything had gone back to normal, just like she had imagined the whole thing. When Jane met up with her friend, her friend did believe her as Jane was in a confused state and rather dizzy, and also her friend said she had tried to call her back, but the call wouldn't connect. Only after this did Jane realise that she hadn't been the first to encounter a time slip on Bold Street. And Jane's final comments about her experience was that it was so surreal. So that's all for this episode and I do hope you enjoyed listening to these time slip experiences. And don't forget, if you've had a spooky encounter, especially in Gloucestershire, then I would love to hear it. You can contact me, Michelle Eve, at mysticaltimesblog at gmail.com. For episode 8, I'll be sharing some ghostly hauntings that happened in Gloucestershire. Till next time.